Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi and welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. Hope you're all keeping safe and managing through your people to get the results you judged on. Please, if you can, do me a massive favour and rate the Manager Matt podcast show wherever you get your podcasts. It helps others find the cast and hopefully improve their leadership and management skills. And as always, please don't forget to drop me a line on whatever you want to engage in. I love feedback on the show and you can always get me at managermattpodcast at gmail.com. So without further delay, let's get on with this week's show. One thing that is definitely in business is the need for meetings. The need for many, many, many meetings. They are the basis of modern working life. If you're not in a meeting, then you're getting ready for a meeting. And if you're not getting ready for a meeting or in a meeting, you're working on the actions from the meeting. In a recent poll, meetings were seen as the biggest waste of management time. From the attendees, they felt they were not action-driven, there were more talking shops, they were seen as something for people to do that didn't add any value, they never started on time, they overran and went late, and the biggest was the feeling that it was actually they were there in the meetings but were actually not relevant to them. So they were going to meetings that weren't even relevant to themselves. Funnily enough, when they flipped that round, when they did the poll and looked at the organisers or the runners of the meetings, they said exactly the reverse. They felt their meetings were action-driven, they felt that their meetings delivered results, and they felt that people there really added value. So let's look at meetings and what they should be. It's worth saying that due to the remote working nature that we're living in at the minute, obviously meetings have gone through the roof. Naturally, people not in offices have to book remote virtual meetings. So the number of meetings have obviously expanded and the number of virtual meetings have gone huge at the minute. But to look at meetings in general, let's start at what is meant to be happening in a meeting. Now, obviously, that depends. All communications seems to be put in meetings these days. So when you hear people talking, they'll go, we'll put a meeting in for that. Let's get a meeting about that. Let's see if we can cover this off in another meeting. And you can see people adding meetings, in meetings almost. You can get three or four meetings sprouting from a meeting. They're always growing. It's an amazing thing to watch when people start saying, let's take that offline, we'll have another meeting on it, instead of dealing with it there and then. So best way, really, for me to look at this subject is to start with that why. Why do we need meetings? And is it really a meeting that you need? So the first point on this list is, what's the meeting's aim? Is it there for information? Is it there to make decisions? Is it to update somebody on what's going on? Is it some sort of idea generation? What is the actual aim of your meeting? So before you even put the meeting in, what are you trying to get out of it? You're thinking to the end, what is this meeting to get into? If it's a meeting to discuss someone's progress, then that's a one-to-one. So call it one-to-one. Don't call it a meeting, call it one-to-one. If it's there to inform a mass audience, then it's a briefing. Then call it a briefing, not a meeting. 
Because people then turn up with a different mindset. They know in a one-to-one what's going to happen. Obviously, you've already listened to my one-to-one casts. If they're coming to a briefing, they're going to be there to listen to someone expecting to hear information and updates. Therefore, they may not add any value and therefore do not need to prep for the meeting. But if it's about a meeting that actually is going to be around something that you need to do, then you're going to be sending out an agenda for that meeting and giving people the opportunities to come prepared for the meeting. Yeah, so what do you want at the end of the meeting? Is it going to be an action plan that goes away and formulates and moves it forward? Is it a consensus, a decision of we're all happy, we're green lighting this, let's go? Or is it just information? Is it just there for information? So the next stage is who should actually be at the meeting? And who has an option of not being at the meeting? Obviously, you're going to have your key people who you definitely want to be in that meeting because if not, you're just on your own and that's just a conversation with yourself, which is always a little bit of an odd thing to do. But if you want certain decision makers there, invite the decision makers. If you want to put optionals in there, put optionals in there. But unfortunately, some people miss the fact that in the meeting invite, they're an optional and they'll accept it as if they have to be there. So make sure you're inviting the right people to that. And a good way to do that is to use the RACI model. So that's a good tool to look at your attendance, look at that responsibility assessment matrix around who's responsible, who's accountable, who's going to be consulted in this and who's going to be informed. And from using the RACI, you can then pick who you think should be at the meeting. So who are going to be the accountable and responsible people who need to be there? And if it's going to be around consulting and information, then there may be the people you won't be in that meeting. And just remember, of course, when you're doing these hierarchy of meetings, there may be times where you would have the main decision-making meeting and then have an information which would cascade to your boss, for instance, either in an email or a one-to-one where you'd be talking through decisions that you've made as a manager. And then, of course, it comes to that basic hygiene factors of your meeting. So the agenda. Send out an agenda. If you're going to have a formal meeting, you want to be sending an agenda out with the ideas of who is doing what and where, what the meeting's about, and then the timings of how that's going to work out. You should also set yourself some action note taker. So the person in there who is going to take the notes and make sure that they're circulated after the meeting. And set out some structure, so some rules around the meeting. What are people expected to do? If it's virtual, you want people to have the cameras on, for instance, so they don't drift off to do whatever they want in the background. If it's a normal meeting, you expect to have phones off, laptops closed, if it's that kind of meeting. Uh, If it's going to be a stand-up meeting, which sometimes your daily ones might be, it's expected to be timely, on time and gone, done. And of course, the idea of making sure that when you do that that meeting, that everyone in the meeting is engaged. And one thing you can do, if you've got a long meeting and you want to bring in specialists, is to have an idea that you'll bring certain people in at certain times so they don't have to be there for the whole meeting when they only add value in 10%. So invite them to parts of the meeting. Now we're looking at those real basics, let's go to the start and finish on time. You should be starting your meetings on time. Yes, that's right, you start on time, every time. You don't mess around, you don't wait for people to enter the room, you don't wait for the ones who are late to the Zoom calls. How people are late, I don't know. But anyway, those who are late, leave them. They've got to catch up, it's not for you to do that. There's one caveat to that. 
If you're going to be giving a presentation to your boss's 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 boss and you don't have a relationship with them and they're invited and they're the main person on your responsibility or accountability matrix, you're probably worth waiting for that person. But that's an outlier. Most of the time, you're going to have your same people come to those meetings, usually your own team. So you expect them to be on time and delivering. So get make sure you're on time. And on the reverse, it's your job to make sure you finish on time. Unfortunately, our calendar systems book them into nice blocks, half an hour here, an hour here. You can break that. You can do a 15-minute in, uh, in uh, meetings. You can do a 45-minute meeting. So at least people have a gap between meetings, which is a good thing to get into. And of course, taking feedback. One of the main things I built my whole podcast on is taking feedback. And have you ever asked for feedback on a meeting? I bet you haven't. Why? It's the biggest drain in time, people have said. It's so important to others to make sure that things are done. It's a priority. So why are we not asking for honest feedback on how well the meetings are going and how structured they are? Think of it. Now, the last couple of points here is how about the fact that, yes, you run meetings and yes, you attend meetings. So why not become the change? You've heard earlier how the attendees hate to go to meetings while the organisers think they're the best things in the world. So how can you improve? When you're an attendee, you want to be engaged, flow and in the moment and make sure you're adding value. And if you're the organiser, you need to be getting the organisation right in the meetings, getting the agenda, starting it on time, running it with the right people there, making the decisions and finishing on time. You can become the change and obviously it makes it easier both ways. So the basics of this is make sure, firstly, you have the right people there. Make sure you know what the meeting's about. Make sure you have that solid agenda. And make sure if it's about decisions, you end up making those decisions in that meeting and not spinning off. And of course, start and finish on time and get feedback. Well, thanks for listening to the Management Podcast Show. As always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on this show, both good, bad and ugly. So please send me your feedback as it is a gift to managementpodcasts at gmail.com answer all my own emails and i would love to engage on new topics or revisit some old ones and of course there's the website if you want to go there there's www.managermat.co.uk for more information and content right that's it for management this week thanks for listening and goodbye thank you so much for listening to this manager Matt podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.